this is Danny Lou coming at you with the Slow Traveling Soul Sister Podcast. Travel nourishes the soul and broadens the mind, but solo travel frees our imagination and builds our confidence. Hashtag go see, do be. In this episode, I discuss some of the vague questions that get asked on travel groups and forums on Facebook and other platforms. There are plenty of general travel, solo travel, and solo travel for women groups and forums on Facebook and other platforms. You'll get hundreds of people asking, where should I go? And in return, you'll get a lot of answers as well, but then no explanation as to why. There always has to be a why. From the start, why did you ask perfect strangers to make a recommendation for your vacation? Are you surrounded by family and friends who have never gone anywhere or have they only been where you've already gone? Second, there's a whole wide world out there. Seriously, you've just set yourself up for more confusion. You'll get answers such as Iceland, Jamaica, Europe, the Maldives, Africa, Southeast Asia, etc. Can you narrow it down to a region or a continent at least? Third, You didn't say what you'd like to do while on vacation. Horseback riding on the beach, off-roading on ATVs, snow skiing or water skiing, hiking, skydiving, shopping, touring ruins and ancient sites, learning about your heritage, etc. Fourth, you didn't say when you wanted to go. Even the Caribbean and other tropical destinations have different seasons, dry or rainy. Traveling during school holidays and summer can be absolute madness, but perhaps that's the only time you can travel. Fifth, you didn't say what your budget is. Iceland might be reasonably priced to fly to, but do you know how expensive it is to eat there? Is staying in a hotel or an Airbnb okay with you? Or is this the trip where you go all out and do that Top tier luxury thing. Six, you don't say what mode of transportation you're comfortable with. Even in this day and age, a lot of people have still never flown on an airplane or taken a cruise. Some people won't get on a puddle jumper or a small aircraft, while others won't get on a ferry or a small boat. So going to the Maldives If you're not staying on the mainland, you're going to have to take a puddle jumper or a ferry boat, a small boat to get to all those different atolls and islands. Seven, you didn't say how many people are going with you. 
Solo travel can be exhilarating, but it can be costly. And if you've never done it before, you might want to just start with small steps. If you have many people wanting to go with you, some hotels will turn you away or kick you out. If it's really a bachelor or a bachelorette party or spring break shenanigans. Truly, your indecision about the world at large is grating. Some people might respond condescendingly or meanly, while others may laugh out loud or not answer you at all. At least pose a more focused question, such as, I'm thinking about going to X, Y, or Z next summer. What's been your experience in these places during that season? Or throw out your must-haves and have-nots, such as, I'm open to anything, but I love historical sites and ruins, but also want some beach time. And I'm willing to try zip lining and different foods, but I don't like or I'm allergic to coconuts and bananas, something like that. Or I hate the cold, but always wanted to see the Northern Lights. Where's the best opportunity to see them in the shortest amount of time? You know, for instance, since I hate the cold, I only want to be there three nights. That's it. So is Anchorage better or is Iceland better or Norway or something like that? Um, or I just want to relax on a beach somewhere warm. That's no more than a three hour flight from XXX, you know, from St. Louis or wherever the answers to your focus questions can turn out to be very valuable in the long run. As a travel advisor, I have to ask you these types of questions and a whole lot more. We have to be detectives, especially if you don't have a place in mind. But even if you do have a destination in mind, I still need to know why you chose it. As I said, there always has to be a why. I might start with close your eyes for a minute and picture your dream vacation. Where are you and what are you doing? And then I will actually stay silent for a minute. I had a client who was set on Jamaica for a solo trip, but was afraid to go international. And during that quiet minute, she saw herself surrounded by water, but not on the beach. She had hiking boots on with waterfalls and kayaks in the background. I did not send her to a Caribbean island. I sent her to Hawaii and she loved it. Another example of what I might ask is when you were a child or a teenager, where did you dream of going? What were your favorite subjects in school, favorite TV programs, books, or movies, childhood games? That's how I get a sense of your ideal place. Whether you realize it or not, your childhood plays a major role in your dreams, desires, delights, disappointments, defeats, and destiny. Hey, I had a troubled childhood, but I still had dreams and favorites, and I excelled in certain games and school subjects. My favorite TV shows led me to African safaris, scuba diving in Aruba, and snorkeling in the PP Islands of Thailand. My favorite games and school subjects led me to Greece and Italy and eventually Egypt. Did you know there is a Jane Austen Festival, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, and Bridgerton tours? 
You get to visit some of the film locations and historical references, learn some of the dances, attend a ball, dine with a real duke and duchess, enact some of the battle scenes, etc. Yeah. I'm a Lord of the Rings fan and have been since I read the books when I was age 13. So going to New Zealand was at the top of my list. I had to go. And when Hobbiton was rebuilt because it was torn down after Lord of the Rings because Peter Jackson didn't think he was ever going to do Hobbiton, but then he did. And he rebuilt Hobbiton. And now it is a main attraction. I was always a huge fan and I got to see it in real life. Another example, have you heard your mom and dad say, if you dig a hole deep enough, you'll end up in China? Well, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I found out that the polar opposite of Pittsburgh is in the middle of the Indian Ocean. But the nearest city is Augusta, Australia. It's about a three hour drive south from Perth, Australia. So when I visited Perth, I purposely found a tour that took me through, not a stop because Augusta is just a little town, but I found a tour that took me through Augusta, Australia. Why? Because I've always been interested and I was gonna be over that side of the world anyway, so why not? On top of that, it was a great tour. I get it. I know that not everyone needs or wants to work with a travel agent slash advisor. So if you're a DIYer, you should also ask yourself these same questions because with a little bit of investigation, you will find your dream vacations, not just one destination, but a whole list of places. The hardest part should be how to put them in some sort of order. You can't call yourself a queen if you've never ruled. And that means knowing your own mind and being a leader, not a follower. While you may seek the counsel or opinions of others, sit still for a minute, cut out that noise, let your mind disconnect, scatter to the far winds, then reconnect to be laser focused on your own needs. Write down your dreams, and then plan out the hows, the whats, the whens, the wheres, because now you know the whys. Thank you for tuning in. In the next episode, I talk about how I went from a 2,400 square foot house down to one suitcase and one backpack for slow travel. Please subscribe to the Slow Traveling Soul Sister podcast. Leave me a review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from it. Thank you. Peace.
The Slow Traveling Soul Sister Podcast is sponsored and hosted by Selfish Me Travel.